a lot of times when we talk about things not going well, we tend to categorize it in like trauma category. And I say that in quotes because just because something was painful and an uncomfortable experience, it can be traumatic for sure. It doesn't necessarily warrant a trauma diagnosis. So those are two very, very different things. Um, I'm not gonna go into that in this particular video, but if you want that, hit that like button and let me know. The thing that we don't often talk about is coming through those struggles is while there's a the potential for traumatization or trauma to occur, there's also the potential for transformation or growth. And for me and for my clients, I find that finding where you can still hold space for the pain and experiences and the validity of those experiences while also looking for how you can transform or come through or learn from those experiences and potentially adapt and adjust moving forward. That's what makes a huge key difference. So in this video today, I want to go through how to do a year-end reflection that focuses on transformation, not on trauma. <laughs> so let's get into it. So I would highly recommend that if you're going to be following along with this video as we go through the different areas, get into something cozy, set up your space and make it so that it is calm and peaceful, reflective. You don't want to make it so cozy that you're like falling asleep. <laughs> um, you want to make sure that you're alert enough still, but you want to be comfortable because sometimes in reviewing our past year experiences, there's a lot of data there and a lot of potential things that can come to mind and not all of them will be very comfortable. So if we can make our environment cozy and comfortable, then we can be a little bit more in the moment and manage some of that discomfort that pops up along the way. It's one of the reasons why I have cozy furniture and like pillows and stuff throughout my office. It's because I want the kids that I work with to feel comfortable when they're here because uh, therapy doesn't always feel cozy. <laughs> but at least I can make your seating cozy. Go ahead and take a deep breath in through your nose. Slowly out through your mouth. If you happen to be seated, make sure that your feet are planted on the ground. You wanna be where your feet are. If you're sitting cross-legged or laying down, that's fine too. If you happen to be in a place where you can put your back flat against something like the back of a chair or a pillow, a floor, that's great too. All of these things just help to settle our nervous system and let us know that we are emotionally and physically safe right now. Also, I would make sure that you have a glass of water nearby. Water can be very healing and soothing, especially when we're going through some of this emotional work and processing. All right, so you can certainly follow along by taking notes on your note app. You can write along in a journal. You can just mentally, emotionally reflect in the moment if that's more your jam. There's no really right or wrong way to do this. You can also follow along and put your answers in the comments if you wanna share and inspire others as well. So the very first thing that I want you to do is if you happen to have an agenda or calendar or something like that, I want you to kind of go through it. You can hit pause after I explain this if you need to, but go through the year and just kind of jot down highlights or experiences that popped up. Don't necessarily categorize them as pleasant or unpleasant or good or bad. I don't love that for <laughs> this sort of stuff anyway, but just go ahead and jot down like the big highlights or experiences. So for example, for my year for 2022, I actually moved two separate times <laughs> and we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. So those were two highlights of my year. Um, when I 
I sit and think of those definitely have different emotional experiences with that, but we'll go through that in a moment. So go ahead, just go through your year. And if you don't happen to have an agenda or calendar or something like that, where you have tracked these sorts of events already, just go through mentally and go, okay, in January, what was I doing in January? Did anything stand out? Maybe it was somebody's birthday. Maybe it was midterms. Maybe it was starting a new semester, uh, whatever it was. And just go through each calendar month until you get to December. Well done. Welcome back. Um, you are ready for part two of this exercise, this year-end reflection. Now what I want you to do is as you go through each of the highlights or the milestones or events, I want you to just notice and potentially jot down if you're, like you're worried that you're gonna forget how you were feeling. Just kind of notice any experiences that pop up when you think of that experience now. So not how you were feeling at the time, but how you feel now when you think about that experience. Let's talk about my two moves as an example. Earlier this year, I moved to um, a new home that was closer to the beach, which was super exciting. That's always been a dream of mine. I could literally walk to the beach. It was cool. It definitely wasn't like my ideal home situation. As I'm remembering that, I actually um, don't feel good about that decision. I actually feel a lot of discomfort in my upper chest area here, like my heart center. I can actually feel my throat getting a little dry. I have a lot of um, hurt and angry feelings about it because it turned out not to be an ideal situation. There were lots of problems that were not necessarily anticipated or expected. It caused me to actually move for a second time this year. And so when I think about moving for a second time this year, and I think about that now, I actually feel, you know, I do feel a little upset because it is tied to that first one, but I feel really calm and hopeful and um, happy about that decision, especially because I didn't even think that I was in a position to buy a home yet at this point. That negative experience actually helped to propel me to making that positive experience. So think about how you emotionally physically feel in response to thinking about these experiences, what sort of thoughts pop up, what sort of emotions, what sort of physical feelings and any other responses. Welcome back. I'm sure that that was some emotionally charged work. And so whenever that happens, I wanna make sure that you are taking care of your needs in this moment too. So if you haven't already, go ahead and take a sip of water, do some breathing if you need to, maybe um, massage your hand or do some butterfly hugs, whatever is gonna make you feel a little more grounded and regulated in this moment. One of my mentors that I follow often says that when we're doing emotional work, this is thirsty work, so make sure to take a sip of water. <laughs> I'm somebody who tends to get dry or like a lump in my throat whenever I'm feeling emotional, whether it is um, a pleasant or unpleasant emotion. Now that you have noted these milestones and your responses to them, um, I want you to go through and jot down any wins that occurred this past year, any challenges 
and any questions that you might have for the upcoming year. For me, like a big win was being able to buy a new home. I think that was pretty cool. It was unexpected. It definitely came with a lot of emotional charges. Um, and it's definitely not something that I was planning on doing. Another win was leaving that problematic situation. Even though that was definitely challenging, I would definitely throw that under the challenges thing too, of trying to navigate that and making those adjustments and plans throughout the year. I would definitely categorize it as a win too. Any wins that you had, any challenges that you either are currently experiencing or have overcome, you can put in there. And then any questions that you might have for the next year. One question that I have for myself for the next year is how will I make this new home more personable for me? I also have some ideas and questions about these videos for you guys about how can I be more present and um, stay more consistent even when life is happening? Because I definitely think that one of my challenges was going through some of those personal issues with my living situation. It, definitely took away from my energy, my focus, my mindset, and able to make these videos on a weekly basis like I had been for years at this point. Um, and so I appreciate your patience with me through this. Those are some questions that I have for the next year. So go ahead, take a moment and pause and jot down your wins, your challenges, and any questions that you may have. And I should note, you don't necessarily have to have the answers yet. They're just questions for reflection. I'll see you back here in a moment. And welcome back one more time. Oh, you have done a lot of work already today. You should feel especially proud and accomplished. This stuff is tough and to go through a whole year, it can be really um, challenging sometimes. It can be very rewarding as well. Now that you have your wins, your challenges, and your questions, I want you to take everything that you've been reflecting on so far and just kind of sip and intuitively wear would you like to be next year at this point? So as I am making this video and as it is being published, this is the end of 2022. You may be watching this at 2024. 2022, you wanna think about the next year at 2023. If it is 2024, you wanna think about 2025. If you are watching this in the middle of the year, that's great too. You just wanna kind of think about where you wanna be a year from now, what that future you would look like. How would you feel? What would you be doing? What would you need in order to become that person? Welcome back. How are you feeling so far through this exercise? I know some of you may be feeling really hopeful and excited. Others might be feeling a little overwhelmed or curious about like, how will I get there? Um, and that is what we're gonna focus on next. As we do a year end reflection, you know, it's great to reflect on what we've learned and what we've experienced and to share those. If you haven't already, feel free to share them in the comments. It could help or inspire others and what a cool thing to contribute to. But even um, if you don't feel comfortable doing that, this is just part one, one step. The next step would be to take this information and this is where the transformation part comes in and figure out how it can inform your future choices and decisions and mindset. If there are were challenges that happen, what did you learn about yourself? There were wins that happened. How did those come about? Was it a struggle to accomplish those wins or 
was it like easy peasy? You know, if it's a pleasant experience, we want to think about how can we continue to safeguard and recreate similar experiences for ourselves? And if it was an unpleasant experience, okay, what did we learn and what will we do better next time? Perhaps there were things that were out of our control and forgiving ourselves or other people or other circumstances that may have impacted that as well. Now, forgiver does not mean forget. <laughs> it's a whole other concept. I know people have a lot of feelings about that word, but I just mean it in the sense of, you know, it doesn't really help you to continue to beat yourself up to the point of not being able to learn and grow from those experiences either. Wow, you have grown and come a long way with a lot of this stuff. You probably have a lot of ideas and inspiration about how you can get to that place by next year or work towards getting towards that place by next year. It might feel a little overwhelming about where to start. And so I want you to just take a moment and just reflect and think about what is one thing that you can start doing today. You don't have to wait until next year. You don't have to wait for next month. You don't have to wait for Monday. <laughs> People love being like, oh, I'll start on Monday. Monday comes and it's like, oh, well, I didn't start. I'll wait till next Monday. You can create a fresh start at any point at any time. You can even do it throughout your day. You know, you can start your day one way and then like two o'clock runs around and you're like, you know what? Hit the reset on that. <laughs> Just reset, revamp. And so what is one step or one thing, one change that you can start implementing, making, or safeguarding today that will get you one step closer to where you want to be. All of this stuff is really cumulative, which means that as you make decisions and as you start taking steps, you are always getting one step closer to your destination and your destination may change. There may be circumstances that have you adjusting your path and those are okay. You're allowed to assess, readjust, and adapt. One of the things that I would highly, highly recommend is that if you're struggling with this, definitely incorporating some self-care into your journey. If you have not signed up already, I highly recommend that you get the free self-care bundle that I created just for you for these circumstances. It's got a ton of free videos and workbooks and different ideas on how to incorporate in self-care throughout your day and your life. You can sign up for that for free when you enter email address in the link below this video. I really, really appreciate you being part of of my journey through 2022 and I hope that you'll be part of the journey for 2023 as well. My question for you, what sort of help or videos would you like to see featured on this channel? Go ahead and put your questions or your ideas in the comments. I will be going back through and trying my best to answer as many of them as quickly and as thoroughly as I can. I cannot wait to see you in the future upcoming videos. And I hope you have a healthy and happy, safe new year and beyond. Thanks for watching.